Hey there, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. Now, if you or someone you know is stuck in fear, worry, or doubt, then you know how much it can limit your life. So on this show, I'm gonna share with you different tools, strategies, and principles to help you break free from the loop, which will ultimately give you the freedom to focus on and improve every other aspect of your life. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, my friends. Uh, Welcome to today's episode where we're going to talk about fear and the idea of a mirage and really understand how when you understand mirages, you can really begin to understand fear on a different level. And uh, and I think it will be really helpful for your journey to recovery. So for those of you that don't know me real quick, my name is Matt Cotty. I'm the founder of Restored Minds and the creator of the AAA Response. If you are looking for help on your journey, please check out the links down in the notes. We have some great resources to get you started. You can also head over to Restored Minds. And if you find this show valuable, please help us out by liking, subscribing, and leaving a nice review on iTunes and Spotify. So with that said, let's dive in. So I've been thinking about this idea a lot uh, lately, and we've been talking about it in our community um, in taking back control of this idea of mirage, a mirage, and really um, using this in context with the experience of fear. Because a mirage in its traditional kind of frame uh, is usually thought of when you are crossing the desert or, you know, on a, on a road where, you know, it's just like maybe a, a, sh- a paved road or crossing the desert altogether. And all of a sudden you see water, right? Or there appears to be water. And, you know, when you, uh, when you think about it, so like if you have an experienced person who's crossing the desert versus an inexperienced person who's crossing the desert, the inexperienced person will have the illusion of the mirage happen and really perceive that water is there. Like, oh, wow, there's water. And now if they are particularly thirsty or craving water, they might even be inclined to drive towards the water, right? To, you know, or, you know, let's say if there was palm trees to go seek out shelter in the shade and to pursue the mirage or what the mirage, what they see through the mirage, I should, I should say. An experienced desert traveler sees a mirage and understands that it's just that. It's just a mirage. They don't take the content of the mirage seriously. They don't take the idea that there might be two springs there or palm trees or coconuts and because they know the whole thing is a mirage. Right? They understand in the context of mirage, everything you see is not real. So it doesn't matter if there's two springs there, if there's a bunch of food there, if there's shelter there, it, it just doesn't matter because the experienced desert traveler understands, hey, that's a mirage. Now, someone who's inexperienced, like I said, is, you know, might may, may start like running at the mirage with buckets, right? They How they talk about the entire experience is going to be totally different because they're not going to understand the context. They might be like, what we need to do is we need to get buckets and we need to go over there and we need to get water and set up this whole plan that's based on a complete illusion, Now, why am I saying all this? Well, in the context of fear and recovery from OCD and anxiety, this is really the difference between someone who maybe is early on in their journey and someone who's further down the road in recovery. Because the experience is the same. The the experienced desert traveler still looks and still sees mirages. That's That's a normal experience. But they understand the context. So they, they just keep going, right? They, they don't 
judge whether they saw a mirage. They don't question why they saw a mirage. They don't get mad at themselves for seeing a mirage. They just see, oh, that's a mirage and keep going. The inexperienced person, again, runs after the mirage, gets caught up in the details of it and and gets lost in it and eventually can pursue it and eventually do dangerous things like run out in the desert pursuing water that's not really there. Totally get off track, up in their life, maybe do something even damaging. In the same with fear and anxiety, um, or I'm sorry, OCD and anxiety and fear, what you got to understand is when you're experiencing, when you're experiencing fear, like the energy of fear creates a distortion. So when you see, when you feel the energy of fear, you have to, like I talk about the lens of fear a lot um, in, in my book, as well as in the, in TBC, when you understand that there is truly this like lens that forms, you understand that you're seeing things in a distorted way. Like, and, and it's kind of scary to really come to that realization sometimes because a lot of times we like to really understand ourselves as very intellectual and rational people. But when fear comes up, you don't see things clearly. There's this, this energy that creates a distortion and much like a mirage. So what you see through the lens of fear is going to appear a certain way. And what most people do is they take what they see through fear as the problem. Just the same way the person who sees through the mirage that there's this water, this shelter, all that stuff. Let's say the same way someone who is seeing something through the lens of fear they will see the content of it, right? They will say, oh, well, there really is germs on that door handle. Or, you know, I really may have ran someone over in the past there. And so I need to go and turn myself in. Or, you know, this intrusive thought about this content. So I need to analyze. I need to, you know, and they start doing all these behaviors in the complete wrong context. So... This idea is so important because once you understand the context of OCD and anxiety, you understand that there are experiences that you're going to notice that are completely just part of that, right? You might have an intrusive thought pop up. You might feel a bunch of anxious energy happen. That's part of the context of OCD and anxiety. As much like when you're crossing the desert, you may see a mirage, it doesn't mean you should do anything about it. That's part of the context of that specific situation, right? It's not bad that it happens. It's not good that it happens. It's just something that seems to happen. Fear is something that we as humans experience. The more identified we are with our mind, especially, the more fear we're often operating from. When you don't under, understand that it is fear, then you take what you're looking at through that lens of fear seriously. Does that make sense? Like, I hope, I hope you're getting that at point because understanding the idea of a mirage can really transform you, your experience this with this, um, and, and your recovery altogether. Because if you take it at face value and say, oh, that really is water. And you start grabbing buckets and running towards the water. Like, do you understand how that's going to be very, very detrimental to that person's well-being? In a very same light, if you are looking through the lens of fear at something and taking that at face value, you're going to have the propensity to spiral, to start all of a sudden doing a bunch of compulsions that keep the loop going and, and essentially keep you stuck in the illusion. Someone can pursue the mirage 
there until essentially they chase the water so much that they just never get there. And in, in the case of crossing desert, it could be deadly. Same thing though with fear and anxiety and OCD. Like if you are constantly taking what you are seeing at face value and you are constantly pursuing that and washing your hands and or ruminating and analyzing and this and that and doing all these different compulsions, it can ruin your life. I mean, there's just no other way to say it, you know? That's why when you understand the context of Mirage, it can be life-saving. When you understand the context of the OCD and anxiety loop, it can really transform your life because an experienced desert traveler, it's not that they don't see the Mirage. They don't pursue it in any way. A person who isn't caught in OCD and anxiety, it's not that they don't feel fear or don't have intrusive thoughts. It's that they don't pursue it. That's the difference. The experience is one and the same. The reaction and ultimately the behavior that follows is what differs. And so when you're talking about what's the difference between someone that's in recovery versus someone who's stuck in the loop, it's the difference of the mirage. It's the difference not in that they don't see the mirage, but that they understand it's a mirage and that they don't pursue it. That's really the difference altogether. So, um, you know, I hope this was helpful and I hope that you really get this idea um, because once you understand it's Mirage, then it's about putting in the right tools. And so, like I said, we have some links down in the notes. You can check out a great place to get started would be, um, you know, my book. I'm actually going to be doing uh, a, I think a three or four day intensive this uh, month in February. So if you're not part of the mailing list and you're not um, part of that uh, you know, community altogether, uh, head over to restoredminds.com and join that so that you can get notified and get signed up because um, I'm going to be doing live, uh, live, a live workshop with everyone. So where we're going to be talking more about these concepts. So um, please check out the links for that. And with that said, uh, I wish you guys a great week and a great day as always. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, please do me a quick favor and help us out by subscribing and leaving a nice review on iTunes and Spotify. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a deeper level of support on your journey, we have several resources to get you started over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down in the notes of this show. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.